Hello, everyone, and welcome to another riveting edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Eric. How are you this week? Fabulous. I know. Keep it. <laughs> Can you do that one more time? Fabulous. You know, a little more TH in there. The th- you think so? <laughs> Snakes aren't waveform, though. They just... <laughs> uh, you'll get that if you are uh, if you produce sound. Um, yeah. We've been having a lot of trouble with uh, waveform today, and there's just something about how it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a, uh, a laptop somewhere with a pirated copy of, of Unreal Tournament 3, and it just refuses to work. And so... <laughs> I feel like whatever company produced that is the same one or distributed that is the same one that distributed our copy of Waveform. So, uh, yeah, there's just like a little bit of butt pain behind it because yep. they were like, you didn't pay for it. Well, you didn't have a thing that worked anyway, so I'm <laughs> glad I didn't fucking pay for it. And not to keep deviating on this train of thought here, but that's literally what I say every time I rage quit Dark Souls 2 that like get back in it later on and they're like, you may not have exited the game properly. You may not have rendered your hitboxes properly. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't think you sucked my balls appropriately either (laughs) yeah getting off that tangent and actually this is like the first time we've done like a normal episode in a while so in a long time yeah Yeah. it's it's very exciting you know obviously uh season two has started off with like a hell of a bang and so many awesome fucking guests Mm -hmm. guys there's still plenty to come if that's what you're into they're gonna come <laughs> it's nice to get back to you know one of the things that we love to do the most and uh, get drunk on a Monday and talk <laughs> some shit. <laughs> Eric like called or we were talking about it the other day about what we wanted to do and he was like, dude, I think we just do some Tubi trash. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking here for that kind of energy. And the yeah. funny part is like this was a movie that was Tubi trash. Before there before was Tubi. Tubi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. as soon as I saw Anaconda was on there, I was like, dude, we should do Anaconda at some point. He was like, you mean like today? <laughs> yeah. No, because it is trash. This is a shitty movie. This was a shitty movie in 1997 when it came out. Right. You know, and it's PG-13, which is kind of one of our like general rules is just not doing PG-13 movies. But we we're totally. like, fuck it. Let's, let, you know, who cares? Which so. is funny because we actually just recorded another pg-13 movie. i know i know because <laughs> all rules are meant to be broken don't yeah. forget it was also a guest pick you know we um, couldn't do anything about that but yeah exactly so anaconda right 1997 uh before we get into our first impressions eric give us that sweet sweet itinerary it's been a baby. long time directed by Luis losa written by hans bauer jim cash and jack epps jr um, a lot of fucking people in this movie for like no reason too. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, Jennifer Lopez is Terry Flores. Ice Cube is Danny Rich. John Voight as Paul C- Voight. Pa- Voight. Paul Serona. Um, <laughs> Eric Stoltz is Dr. Stephen Kale. Jonathan Hyde is Warren Westridge. Great name. Very British. <laughs> Elevated British. Owen Wilson as Gary Dixon. Kari Wurr as Denise Kahlberg. Vincent Castellanos as Mateo. Danny Trejo as Poacher. And Frank Welker as Anaconda. You pointed out the fact that they got a human to voice the Anaconda. <laughs> so when you hear like the gas from the Anaconda, it's just... Right. That's a dude. <laughs> That's just some other. That's a man. <laughs> Yo, that motherfucker's got an anaconda. Conda. <laughs> a 
A 40-foot snake? That's not a penis. That's a cock. That's a cock. <laughs> what was your... I mean, obviously, this is a movie that we grew up with. Sure. You know? Yeah, like, I, was, <laughs> I was talking to you about how, like, my dad was mad at me when we watched this the first time together. This was one of those, like, Eric came home from school early with a stomachache he didn't have, and dad had to entertain him somehow, <laughs> so we were going to watch a movie that mom wouldn't have liked it if we had watched it, you know? And this would have been like 1998, 1999, something like that. And I remember my dad being upset with me by not being intimidated by the snake or scared of the snake. And he's like, no, snakes are really smart. They'll kill you. You can't treat them. You know what I mean? It was, it was so stupid. Was he's like, like sitting on a throne of snakes right? while he's explaining this to you. He's holding yeah. an apple because that's yeah. just always the meta. Right. Um, and so this probably, for now that I'm thinking about it, was the first creature feature that I had ever seen in my my life nice. so that nice. that's that is actually kind of funny now that i'm putting those you know synapses together in my head um but i again my little seven-year-old ass eight-year-old ass like could acknowledge that this is a stupid fucking movie <laughs> like you know what i mean and i've never been afraid of snakes i've never been like anti-snake at all i'm not going to go out of my way to like go pick up a copperhead out of the you know what i mean i'm it's, sure because i'm rational I, yeah you go get the gas yeah and the matches and you just burn the whole neighborhood down <laughs> and it's fine but i think that i would have been it would have left more an impression on me had i had that fear of snakes in the first place because again the kind of the concept of the creature feature is to like exaggerate the fear totally right totally um uh, and i think that's like what's the, the most fun about these types of creature yeah. features like you know uh, we, we were talking about toby hooper's crocodile yeah which actually came out three years after right. this movie. So it was, it was funny that, like, there's just this stigma when you do a creature feature. And it's like, because, like, technically one of the ones that I'm writing right now is a creature feature. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, I, I'm a little intimidated when I saw that um, uh, we were looking at some of the trivia. And apparently it cost $100,000 per second mm. for that CGI anaconda. Mm -hmm. like, that is fucking mind-boggling, mm -hmm. dude. They're just like, well, we blew half of our budget on eight seconds of Snake and, and fucking Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you can feel your wallet fucking leaking the more the more that you write this creature into this story. It's like all the uh, it's like when that giant gush happens in Page Master from the painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like that's all just money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hopefully it's one of those things, too, where since the technology has improved, that it is cheaper, right? Because you have to remember, this movie was made like four years after, five years after you needed four AA batteries to power a Game Boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> But as far as like my first impression, like uh, this was, so, <laughs> this is just a little personal detail about me. So I've had, um, a lot of people know that like, you know, my dad was absent in my life, and the first time I saw this movie, um, my aunts were people that would cycle through boyfriends. Mm. She's a bitch, but like, so I'm not trying to like <laughs> tiptoe around calling her some shit. But like, <laughs> naturally, they were like, John should bond with these random dudes. <laughs> So I was like, well, what's what's John into? Horror movies. <laughs> and and metal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm dressing in like pink, so they just thought I was gay. Right. Dude, one of them came in one time uh, while I was doing my homework and I was listening to Culture Club in my <laughs> in my Stop it. <laughs> in my in my uh, Walkman. Stop it. 
Oh, yeah. No, Jesus I, Christ. I, all the signs were there. I'm just so sorry. <laughs> As it turns out, they just, like, I put off all the gay vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I just like Culture Club and Elton John. What, right. <laughs> and, and Queen. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, looking at my three-disc set. And, shit. and it was like... Uh, yeah. Spice Girls greatest hits. Hey man, no, they weren't. They weren't for me. I wasn't. I only collected girl albums when I realized that I was attracted to them. Yeah, which was really not most of them. Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. totally. Shania Twain, Avril Lavigne, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it was one of those things where uh, I watched it and they were like, "We're gonna watch Anaconda because Ice Cube's in it." And I'm like. Okay, whatever an ice cube is. <laughs> right. I hadn't heard Fuck the Police yet. Yeah. I hadn't listened to NWA, which I love mm-hmm. now. And I had no idea. Well, I knew who Jennifer Lopez was. Of course. And it was just one of those things where he's like, yeah, this is a man movie. I'm like, right. dude, this is fucking waveform. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but I did have a lot of fun watching the movie. There is a lot of... Uh, it- my only thing with it is uh, it's too long, and it's like 87 minutes. <laughs> hey, that's an anaconda for you. It's longer than it needs to be. My warrior snake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think this movie's a lot of fun. I think that um, it's definitely something that's like worth checking out. Mm-hmm. But um, It's definitely funny. Like, yeah. you're not, you're not going to be like crying the whole time because you want it to be over it's you know what what was that one that we did where it was just like jesus christ why is this still going Va- was it jesus christ vampire yes, hunter? jesus yeah. christ vampire hunter where we're just like laughing for the first 20 minutes and then it's just oh god we've got another hour and 15 oh this. god it's still coming <laughs> no i come. i agree <laughs> do not come do not come i'm gonna kill <laughs> somebody clip that and send yeah. it to us <laughs> Uh, for science but yeah let's fucking let's get into this fun ass film you know and so we start off with our boy danny trejo i'm on a boat (laughs) (laughs) and he's at like this fucking outpost and he's got like all the windows boarded up and for some reason outside i mean he is a poacher so it kind of makes sense but Mm -hmm. he's got like monkeys in cages and birds and i noticed his m audio device wasn't working (laughs) which i thought was funny well it's funny too because like it it places you very quickly if you're paying attention because he's speaking portuguese Mm -hmm. which to me was funny because i was like i didn't realize that danny treo spoke portuguese and eric was like you know it's entirely possible that he's just reading his script It would not surprise me whatsoever if Danny Trejo is fluent in like 11 languages, though, because that just checks out. That's part of the mythology. Four of which are dead. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I know that motherfucker knows Krav Maga, too. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was so young. He was so young. It's weird seeing him without the mustache. Dude, that fucked me up. I was like, is that Danny Trejo? Yeah. Because that was my thing. Is like, I was too young at the time. Dog, you got a long upper lip, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I watched this movie the first time, I didn't know who Danny Trejo was, mm-hmm. you know, and looking back at it now, I was like, this is fucking weird mm-hmm. looking at him, you know, because he's looked the same way literally since, I guess, the day after they stopped filming this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So we get Danny Trejo in like this outpost and he's trying to uh, obviously you're already walking into this feature knowing what the monster is. Right. And <laughs> this was the part where I guess they couldn't afford the hundred thousand dollars a second. Mm-hmm. So uh, the floor under the, the floorboards floor cometh the water and breaking all these fucking two by fours and flooring and mm-hmm. shit. And he's just like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so he starts like he starts going airborne somehow, like it's throwing him in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and he ends up climbing out of the ceiling through the roof and up on like the top of his boat. Right, the little like mast or whatever. Of the yeah, because he like had to fucking punch out. The the irony was like the you're trapped in here with me kind of <laughs> yeah. shit because he had to like break the boards off of the windows uh-huh. from the inside so that he could climb up to the top like you're talking about. Yeah, Machete is still Machete at the end of the day. Whether he had become him or not, that dog was inside him all along. So, um, But yeah, we uh, I'm assuming there's going to be a warning, trigger warning at the beginning of this. So I'm just going to go ahead and call out this is where this happens. But like the, the sun rises and Trejo's like, okay, I'm just going to fucking... Yeah, blow my brains out. Yeah, he gets to the the top of the outpost and he's like climbed up on what I assume is an antenna. Yeah, mast thing or whatever. It it was tiny. I just don't believe that there's any technology in the Amazon, so I couldn't fucking tell you what it was actually for. My man's like trying to chat on a CB radio. He's like, "Help me!" in in Portuguese. (laughs) I don't. I I don't. Help me! (laughs) Ayudame! Ayudame! I bet you that's not. That's what. That's what helped me is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I doubt that that's what it is in Portuguese. Right. <laughs> All these fucking romance in the stone languages, bullshit. Which, funnily enough, <laughs> uh, one of them is actually uh, anaconda blood. I think it's like blood diamond or something like that. <laughs> that's cool. The the subsequent films that came from this was. Yeah. <laughs> It was amazing. Like it was like definitely one of the longer running creature feature horror sure, movies. Yeah, um, but it like you know straight to sci fi kind of shit by the end because mm-hmm. it was like, why won't you let me die? <laughs> and yeah, fucking. That's how I know CGI got cheaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Magicians is a great example. A hundred percent. In my notes for kill number one, kill number fucking one. Trey, no, nailed it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> so sick. Cut to J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like sitting in, I guess, the nicest hotel with it because it just it's it did tell us a relatively where where we were. Mm-hmm. It was like Brazil, really nice hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deep in the Amazon. And I was I was like, okay, I guess they don't have city states and Papples here, cool. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though they're all run by the uh, what's it called the the Shirishima tribe, mm-hmm. yeah, nice. Caught it. So something Caught in, it. Something in there means snake, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good touch too. Yeah, I think it's the Shima, the Snake People tribe. <laughs> See, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's why I hate that. Like when white people started naming natives, it was stuff like. Those Indians are by a creek. They're creek Indians. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, like, that's, like, one of my pet peeves. I fucking, I hate the term. And, like, the Muscogee use it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll say creek Indian. I'm just like, oh, God, we're putting us back. Mm-hmm. 
you can stop saying that whenever you want to. I, I usually you know what do. I mean? It's yeah. just like it's just like y'all can quit. <laughs> well, it was one of those. Andrew ex- Jackson died. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and they were like, "What do you like? What do you go by? Like, do you like is Indian offensive? Is this offensive? Is and I was like, dude." When I tell people, I just tell them I'm Muskogee. Like, I don't, like... Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there it is. Mm-hmm. You can be like, I'm Lakota. Mm-hmm. I'm Cherokee. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have the debate of, like, is it indigenous or is it First Americans? It's, or is it's it always like- funny how, like, and you can probably attest this more than my white ass can, but, like, <laughs> we're, and this is exactly what you're talking about, yes, but it's funny how, like, there's something, like, surgical about the process white people have of figuring out what their parameters are right <laughs> <You know>? right <laughs> like <laughs> all right when does he pull out his tomahawk and split my wig yeah like, <laughs> can but, i wear a war bonnet to coachella no <laughs> there it is <laughs> have you even been to war no <laughs> then why would you wear it I'm going to dress up as a like Heath Ledger cowboy for the rest of my life. There you go. Yeah. A waveform cowboy. Yeah, a waveform cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, we're in like this really strange. I know it's a nice hotel, but it, the interior just felt like a hut. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, like an Airbnb. Yeah. It's like you. It's like from the outside, it's like a Brazilian Hogwarts, and then you go inside, and it's just a wigwam. <laughs> Brazilian Hogwarts. <laughs> Is that a parcel tongue joke? <laughs> the parcel tongue jokes are coming. I was really waiting for like um, the main uh, antagonist to actually wind up being mm-hmm. Voldemort mm-hmm. by the end of this. the anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> my anaconda don't. My anaconda don't. <laughs> Ice Cube's over here like, why does everyone keep calling me Sir Mix a lot? And then, like, I will say some of these scenes we're probably going to, like, kind of gloss over because there's a lot of just, like, subsequent shit that just, like, doesn't fucking matter. I was going to say, I do want to touch on this. No, totally, totally. Like, are you talking about going into the next morning or are you talking? When they meet Cube and he says, he goes, today's a good day. And I'm thinking, you should have brought your AK. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's when it hit me on my second watch, which was today. That, okay. All right. (laughs) I will say, like, uh, Friday came out in 95. Okay. So it's it's been proven that Ice Cube can act. It's very possible he was just reading his script. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, and the further I we, feel you though, we, the further we got into this movie, the more I was just like, "God damn, Ice Cube's getting a fucking." <laughs> like, there's just there's so many scenes of him just like staring with his mouth open, <laughs> which quite frankly, like I I think kind of fit the vibe of the movie a hundred percent because that's how I was watching the movie too. <laughs> but I could almost hear him just. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) the gears in his head are stuck and there's like sparks coming out of his ears and shit yeah my ai's broke it (laughs) Uh, so anyways uh yeah we we are getting ready to hop on the boat right Mm -hmm. and there's like weird sexual tension between ice cube and Mm j-lo Which was really fucking weird to me because she's very much with God. Who was the fucking Kale? Ka- fucking Kale. 
trying to navigate that, it was very like, like, I just can't tell if it was the writing and I was just looking too much into it when there wasn't much to look like mm-hmm. look into to begin with. I think they were just trying to make sure the audience knew that Jennifer Lopez was a sexual object in this movie, and that was what her <laughs> that was what her role was to play. Listen, guys, the two thousands have not hit yet. Nope. <laughs> Ninety seven. W- women are in movies to have sex with. Yes. <laughs> But we will only show you titties in a PG-13 movie if it is by the Aborigine people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because educational titties and fuckable titties are two different things. <laughs> what a fucking moniker they really put on that movie. I know. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we have... Um, we, we've assembled almost everyone mm-hmm. so far. You know, uh, We have... Uh, the producer who is um, Denise. We have Mateo, who is the captain of the ship. <laughs> I always find it so funny that people call themselves captains of ships, like that aren't ships. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like that's a boat, dude. He's like a step above a pontoon. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, we we're meeting uh, the actor for the. So essentially. They are create. They're creating a documentary about the Shiroshima people, mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things where, like, this was supposed to be uh, Terry, who is played by Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be her big break, yeah. and I just didn't realize people got big breaks as documentarians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, d- I definitely I thought it was like, you know, actually making something. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to like slam documentarians. And <laughs> if I walk out into my front yard and pull out my iPhone and just record a dog walking by that is now inherently a documentary. (laughs) I also need people to understand that I'm watching a documentary because my intention is to get high and eat the rest of the pizza that I ordered earlier. Not because I'm looking for like extraordinary moments in film or you know what I mean? Like that's, that's why planet earth was made. So people could vibe the fuck out on their couch. Planet earth was made because people are not good at taking care of their aquariums. (laughs) Which is also true. And Have you ever seen a clean aquarium? Not that I've owned. I haven't either. <laughs> Which sucks because like, I actually really want to get a um, a saltwater tank because I always wanted to get a shark. Yeah. Like a small shark. Okay. <laughs> what? Some people want fucking tigers. I know. Dude, I got into it with the motherfucker about the tigers. <laughs> and we don't even have to talk about it on this podcast, but I want to tell you this story later. Okay. Or maybe during the Patreon interview, because I went in on this fool, talking about, oh my god. I saw a people should People should just be allowed to own a tiger. We're talking about freedom. Dude. That just reminds me of- Are we going to give people nukes? People, they have the right to own nukes. You know what I mean? Like, where, where do we draw the line? You're not qualified to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing a tiger to a nuclear warhead is not fair. <laughs> that, that is a killing machine. <laughs> you know what a tiger is going to do to the kids that are playing outside? Jump over the fucking fence and kill the kids. Or, or, <laughs> and I've seen this in a movie, so I know it's possible. Nice. It's like when Ongbok like jumps on top of the elephant, yeah. and smacks the top of its head. It's like I own you now, and the elephant's just like you own me now. Right. <laughs> The kid's, like, riding the tiger through the fucking... Dio's playing. (laughs) Ride the tiger! (laughs) The eyes of a cat in the black and blue. (laughs) 
<laughs> best kill switch engage cover ever. Oh yeah. Well, I think it's also the only one, but <laughs> Oh, is it? I thought they did more. I don't think they did a lot of covers. Well, I I haven't listened to them if they did. I'm I'm a big kill switch guy. Um cuz, you know, it was like the better version of Avenge Sevenfold. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> there was like yeah, this girl that I was really into at the time, she uh she had this shirt and this is I had never listened to Killswitch before and it was their album cover where they have the lotus and the nails going through mm. it and uh she was like, "Yeah, it's about um he, uh, the Lotus represents purity and how they're like trying to nail down their like sobriety and edge and like all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, cool. That's so interesting. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Like you should turn that into a V neck. <laughs> it was 97. <laughs> God, uh, no, cause I'd have been five. Right. Um, but yeah, the the two thousands were its own vibe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, enough about my uh, lack of sexual experience, I guess. <laughs> they uh, embark on their adventure, mm-hmm. right? And we're going into, like you said, the jungle to film this tribe that may or may not come out in the first place. We'll just have to wait and find out, right? Uh, they come across uh, Sharon, it's who like the ghost hunter approach, a little right? bit, a little bit. People actually go to school for that, which is amazing to me. Hunting ghosts? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Paranormal investigation. Yeah, there's a degree for that now. Yep. And if you are a paranormal investigator with uh, educational prowess, I want to have you on the podcast. So please. (laughs) I am mind blown. I I didn't realize they had schools for something that's not real. I don't know that they have schools. As much as they do. It's kind of like that Dothraki class that came out when Game of Thrones came out. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, if you're into that, you know what I mean? But like you said, (laughs) there's a tremendous amount of, you know, belief, shall we say, (laughs) faith that we, you know, anyhow. Um, But yeah, (laughs) we are... in in a in a classic Amazonian rainstorm, mm-hmm. and there is a white man stranded on his boat, which is broken down, and it's Sarone or whatever his name is. Yeah, no, I Sharona. Th- I th- <laughs> My Sarona. Sarone. I think it's Sarone. I don't care. Um, <laughs> well, we couldn't tell where he was from because his the, accent changed. Cause, cause every, he had like yeah. six accents. Yeah. <laughs> but they let him on the boat. Come get on the boat. I'll help you. You know, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we found our villain. Right. Enter the the main antagonist here. Exactly the one that we know absolutely nothing about. And like he has that receding hairline ponytail. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Like guys that have receding hairlines that also grow their hair way out and tie it down a straight ponytail down their back. It was the dude from Karate Kid. A hundred Terry Silver. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. It was fucking Terry. Mm-hmm. Terry. With crease energy, though it was weird. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this guy was great. <laughs> this, this is one of my favorite villains I've seen in a movie in a long time. This well, dude is so fucking funny. Well, because he came with his own lighting in, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. in, in like every fucking scene. So, guys, like when you watch Anaconda, because I'm I'm really actually hoping that us talking about this makes you want to revisit right. Anaconda. There, count you, count the number yeah. of times <laughs> that the lighting is literally under John Voight and just like showing off like the shadows across his face like he looks like a villain out of the Batman the animated series like he's he's doing the eyes like from holes like Mr. Sir from Holes where he's he's kind of like always looking out of the corner of his eye like peeking around like a door frame or something like that count the number of times he's creeping too it's so fucking good 
But yeah, he would literally be in, in, a, <laughs> in broad daylight. In broad daylight. <laughs> and there's light coming up from under him. It was like if you didn't know that he was the bad guy, <laughs> right. you you have absolutely no idea how to read a room. Like you're the friend I worry about bringing to a party because right, like, you probably want a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> You're the dude who accidentally got into a fight and got fucking mollywopped. <laughs> My notes just say something's afoot <laughs> because of the dramatic air quotes lighting around this dude. Um, so, yeah, we, we pick up John Voight's character. Um, His thing is that he hunts snakes for a living. He's a right. failed. I'm not a failed preacher. I'm a former preacher and I hunt snakes for a living. <laughs> right. He was one of the West Virginia snake ministers. Yeah. Or they or they're like, you know, a facilitator or something, yeah. you know. He was like the distributor. And I think it's funny that like he I already didn't trust him for mm-hmm. being a minister. <laughs> uh and then on top of that it's like how do you how do you go from like that to being like I hunt 40-foot snakes in the Amazon? Right. Talk about a career jump. Yeah, well, I'm just picturing him in a pulpit with the light coming off of the pulpit itself, like (laughs) underneath (laughs) (laughs) him. Oh shit! Good morning, everyone. Yeah, this is what we should have done. Is we should have done this on Zoom with lights underneath (laughs) us, (laughs) and every time we start talking about him, we turn the light on. (laughs) He's just sitting there. Menacingly. <laughs> uh, so we meet one of the most goaded characters of all time. I love this guy. And uh, the interaction that they kind of had from the get go was actually a little unsettling. And Ice Cube's making the same face that he does throughout the entire movie, which is just perplexed. <laughs> I hope I'm getting paid. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I'm paying my dues. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, John, my favorite. My favorite was uh, John Voight. You know, he gets on the boat and uh, they start having the conversation. I think it's actually the next day mm-hmm. uh, when they're all out on the boat. And he's explaining, like, "Yeah, I hunt snakes," and <laughs> he was like, "Snakes." <laughs> right and like I think this was just like shitty direction from the director is. Again, with like the perplexed face that Ice Cube had, mm-hmm. was complimented by the fact that everything that he said had an upward inflection mm-hmm. to it. Like it was just a question. Mm-hmm. Like, like he needed elaboration. Like he didn't believe in snakes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, they were real. There's a line later. You didn't go to school to hunt snakes. They're not real. Because <laughs> like not even five minutes later, there was like uh, our first instance of seeing the anaconda is it murders this uh, panther. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Of course, sure. (laughs) When it attacks it, it does like the tussle real quick, and the shot (laughs) of the uh, the shot of the panther when he realizes that he's been got. (laughs) (laughs) He looked like a cat if you slapped him so hard he forgot he was a cat. My man rewinded it and paused it on that frame <laughs> for an honest 45 seconds. He was just hunched over laughing. He's like, look at the fucking cat. <laughs> and the cat's like, ah! <laughs> and 
there's this like fucking like practical anaconda <laughs> wrapped around it. It's so fucking good. And meanwhile, fucking Kale and J Lo are talking about fireflies and how like male fireflies have like long and hard right. flashes. <laughs> and, like, oh, right. you just see two. It's fun. the same noises that your aunt's boyfriends made yeah. later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my last impression was of them because they <laughs> and actually <laughs> while I'll that'll be the last time I bring these people up <laughs> one of them he was like this six four ginger dude right and he was the guy that I actually watched this movie mm-hmm. with and there was like this fucking contraption that I had never seen in my life before and it was a vat that heats up wax mm. and what you do is you stick your hands in it or your feet or fucking whatever mm-hmm. and it's supposed to kill dead skin and fucking soften your hands and shit okay and uh he was like he would do it for his hands and he was like sitting there like a fucking idiot with like his his hands in bags because you have to like let it sit <laughs> and, and dry so you can chip it away yeah or it yeah. just slides right off oh, it's okay. like slimy and fucking weird and gross and he just goes that's how you get a woman, son. Soft hands. <laughs> and I'm sitting there through myself. You're with my aunt, dude. Right. <laughs> right. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he was planting the seed, making her watch a movie about long snakes. <laughs> well, I can promise you that wasn't the case. Yeah. <laughs> All I ever heard was silence coming from the bedroom. So. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just glad none of them subsequently got pregnant because Lord knows I didn't oh, need Jesus more cousins Christ. than I had on that side of the family. Yeah. We are uh, the next day after the panther gets murdered by this <laughs> by this anaconda where they are uh, they come across the first snake totem and mm-hmm. they take out the camera in Westridge or whatever the fuck. And here we are. A bit of luck. We have come across a totem that apparently symbolizes uh, the tribe itself is nearby. You know how they fucking, you know. And then all you hear out of the back is, come on, take, come on, take. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We, There's a little bit of a dispute, though. We're starting, um, uh, Sharona is <laughs> starting to co- uh, divide and conquer. Right? right. Yeah. In, like, every other room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have, uh, the night has fallen, and they wind up, uh, Owen Wilson's character, uh, Gary, and... Uh, his girlfriend Denise are like, okay, well, what we're gonna do is go get some nature sounds, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And I was like, they about to some bump. wild <laughs> noises. <laughs> that was her. You could have voiced a monkey. Apparently, that's awesome. <laughs> it's funny because I, I never mind. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> there was a uh, boar. That was chasing them. It was not the anaconda. Mm-hmm. And that actually leads into like, uh, you know, they, <laughs> they're they like running away from the boar, but it's like the Sam Raimi style, like monster coming at mm-hmm. you. So you don't know what it is mm-hmm. unless you're watching it with subtitles because it just says boar screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I can't do the pig. <laughs> I'm going to get you, Owen Wilson. <laughs> and your little pig, too. <laughs> That's baby bird. <laughs> so uh, Sarone shoots the boar 
and yeah. and he like brings it back to back to the um the boat and it's like now we have food for a week and ice cubes like food <laughs> never heard of them <laughs> right it's just like okay and also i think i looked down for this next part but did uh John Voight's character, uh, Saron, did he just, like, reach into the water and pull a fish out? <laughs> uh, maybe. I wasn't paying attention. I was writing the, the, the ice cube, questioning whether or not you could eat a pig or not. Um, so, that's that's what I was fixated on. As long as it's not the wiener fish. Right. <laughs> Those fish are way for. <laughs> this last area we're still in the pretty beginning of the movie but we move on to the next area past the totem mm-hmm. and there is like this super wide open part of the river with like trees coming out of it and shit and we look back and the rope has gotten uh into the propeller of the boat gotcha so and he it, has to get in the water right yes now. yep so we have yeah. um I thought he was just exploring the river. That's how uninvested <laughs> I was in the plot. <laughs> so we had Kale, um, who was like, I'll go down there and do it. And he's just like flexing. Because even like uh, John, or uh, Sarone's character is like, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, it's fine. I'm not afraid of anything that's in the Amazon. And I'm like, that's a fucking bold statement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you will be. <laughs> There's a thousand things in this water that could kill you. Uh-huh. Turns and out. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and the funny part, and I know that like this was planted, mm-hmm. you know, which is also just kind of funny. That like, <laughs> I know. How did he get him? He planted a wasp in his uh, scuba gear. Uh, a poison wasp. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, don't be that guy. Uh, snakes aren't poisonous. I don't know if you knew uh, that or not. That right. That's not a thing. Yeah. Uh, they have venom. Uh-huh. They are venomous Which snakes. Which makes them venomous. Yeah. Yes. And like mm-hmm. a poison and a neurotoxin are not the same mm-hmm. thing either. Oh my God, there's this venom ivy everywhere. <laughs> People would fight me if I said shit like that. Well, and like you could like think about it. You're playing Dark Souls two, and you have the choice between a poison throwing knife and a venom throwing knife. Which one are you throwing? <laughs> You're throwing the venom throwing knife because yeah. that's much worse than poison. So don't don't undersell wasps. First of all, especially when they are swallowed and sting you in the trachea. <laughs> and it was like. Almost necrotic, mm-hmm. too, like because there was like a hole mm-hmm. in his fucking throat, mm-hmm. which I thought was just kind of fucking weird, if I'm being honest mm-hmm. with you. But um, it was, <laughs> it was one of those scenes where like when the propeller started going and like the rope was caught up. In my head, I was like, "Oh, you just burned out your motor. Like y'all yeah. are f- y'all are fucked." <laughs> and they were just like, oh, "I got it." <laughs> and of course, like you know, homeboy gets stung. And is just like flailing in the fucking water mm-hmm. and ice cubes like, what's going on? <laughs> Drowning. That doesn't look like something you should be doing. <laughs> uh, so ice cube uh, and we're I mean, his name's Danny Rich, mm-hmm. apparently uh, in this movie. We're going to refer to him as ice cube and ice cube totally came up with that name on his own. <laughs> Yo, I want to be Danny Rich. I'm rich, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's an anagram for waveform. (laughs) Um, But yeah, everybody's kind of having like this fucking meltdown because we got a we got a white guy down. We have the only doctor (laughs) actually. We got a main character down, (laughs) which is weird. 
It it is. Yeah. It is because like there were too many finalists in this movie for mm-hmm. my taste. A hundred percent. There were way too many finalists. I guess that's what happens when your uh, CGI snake costs a hundred thousand dollars a second. I'd like to actually go back and rewatch it one more time just to clock how much money they spent yeah. on CGI snake. Stop start. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a good bit. Like I'm already looking at like probably three to four million dollars in my head just on that and i guess that's when like companies had more money than sense (laughs) and and it's just like i mean they did a lot of practical effects for it too but they did a lot of cgi Mm -hmm. they were like this is gonna hit so hard forever (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you got i'm thinking about they would have been competing with the lost world yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. Which is like, yeah, we got to get CGI in there. People aren't going to come see this. <laughs> so, well, I, I felt like, I don't know. It, it was, uh, I think the trailer probably got people of that time mm-hmm. to go see it, which is funny. Uh, actually, speaking of the trailer, uh, there is a scene at the end of the movie where one of the characters is falling off of a waterfall, which also, by the way, I noticed was going in reverse. Mark that waterfall. <laughs> yeah, I mar- was going to say, mark the shit out of that's the waterfall. A sketchy waterfall. First but it, of all, but in the trailer, they hadn't added the CGI in yet to the movie. So when they were cl- cutting it up for the trailer, there, the scene where he falls off the waterfall and the snake just like goes down and fucking pulls him back up and fucking murders him. Mm-hmm. They hadn't added that yet, so it's just him falling off the <laughs> waterfall. <laughs> ah! I'm sorry. <laughs> he threw off the snake's groove. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I thought so. So, anyways, um, we are. We so now we have brother down. Mm-hmm. We have Doctor Daddy Kale down. And, and you mentioned that this is the first tracheotomy you've ever seen performed. Yeah, it which is. Which is interesting because that implies there's more than one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have I have seen some people get traked in front of me nice. before. And as someone who has breathing issues, like that terrifies right, me. Right, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also another good one is actually in Saw 6, 6 or 7, mm. I think. Um, I think it's 6. And... <laughs> The uh, uh, dude's like his head's in a box that's filling up with water. So he just like, takes the pen out of his pocket and fucking trakes himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a survivor. Mm-hmm. That's a final girl. He died in that movie, but <laughs> but it wasn't from that. Nice. <laughs> no one jigs the saw. <laughs> now there's kind of like those subsequent scenes we were talking about where nothing actually we should go my way no we shouldn't we should go my way no we shouldn't i kind of don't like this guy i got a funny feeling about him too he keeps doing stuff that's weird oh look there's another boat it's trejo's boat right (laughs) well actually before we get to trejo's boat we're on our way there we run into the dam first yep you're right dam comes first because we got to do the the owen wilson scene yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. Owen gets to be a hero for a second. <laughs> kind of. But uh, this is, again, like, just an instance of people just looking stupid in this fucking movie. <laughs> is uh, John, They get to this dam, and they're like, we need to go through. And they're just... And, or he's like, we need to go through. Or, sorry, not he. Um, 
Cerrone is like, we need to go through. It's going to be the quickest way to get homeboy to a hospital, which he very clearly needs. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like as the audience, we have kind of like surmised that this is all part of his grand plan. A hundred percent. He's standing there with like a flashlight under his face. (laughs) (laughs) It's thundering for some reason. He's playing with his invisible mustache. Right, right. There's a damsel in distress tied to the railroad tracks just over there. (laughs) It's just like, God damn it. I'm dying. Evil. Come to tell you that he's evil. Uh, So what was funny was he pulls out a bag. And I. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just full of dynamite. Yeah. (laughs) And Owen Wilson's like, is that dynamite real? And I was like, you're telling me that, that like you think that this man went into the Amazon right with anything that was fake mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah what like I know. oh I just I'm just carrying this around it this was, is my fake dynamite it was <laughs> the bag that he brought with him when he jumped on the boat at the beginning yeah yeah yeah, yeah. why would it be fake dynamite <laughs> hold on guys will you catch my fake dynamite so I can bring it with us this man was being rescued and he had time to grab one thing and he grabs a bag of dynamite <laughs> there's a reason he brings the bag of dynamite with him Owen and it's not because it's fake <laughs> it's idiot. Okay. yeah he, fucking idiot and uh, John Voight's character is pretty much just like yeah yeah of course it's, it's fucking it's fucking dynamite right dynamite. <laughs> right <laughs> Now, like, the the thing is, like, they're having, like, like you're saying, like, we should go this way. We should go that way. And it's like, <laughs> I'll be on the seesaw. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, like, uh, trying to convince them that this will be the fastest way to get him help. Yeah. And J-Lo's character is just kind of like, okay. And Ice Cube, like, comes up like a gangster behind him because, like, we, we noticed in this movie that, like, there's, like, maybe two still shots of ice cube and in every other scene he's just walking into the scene (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) like just perplexed and like trying to figure out the world around (laughs) 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 walking on the set (laughs) like when you wake up somewhere you don't remember falling asleep in (laughs) he he looked like if dude where's my car was a was a person Um, Ashton Kutcher is a person. Mm. Oh, I love Ashton Kutcher. That, that's the dude. It still blows my mind that he was like best friends with Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. Like, not that it's crazy that like Hyde and Kelso would be I, friends. It's not like an obtuse thought. But you also have a dude who breaks up pedophile rings in his spare time and, and a rapist. Right. <laughs> and that was the part that blew my fucking mind. Uh, yeah, I don't know. People date people that are toxic for them all the time. I don't I totally, know. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's toxicity. <laughs> when you love someone. <laughs> yeah, so they are going to encroach on the dam and blow it and whatever. But he, I cannot do it alone. I'm going to need somebody to come help me with this. You know, with his weird fucking accent that he is, you know, inflecting for this whole movie. Um and so Owen Wilson comes across and he's got to go like under it and come back out the other side and start setting it on the other side of the dam for whatever reason. I don't know why that's what you but, um anyway, like they uh the explosion happens and 
all of the ceiling collapses. And, and this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> and it's nothing but snakes of varying sizes and ages and stuff like that all drop down on at the same time. And fucking Sirona's like, all of the babies. All the babies. <laughs> <laughs> He's Italian now. <laughs> He's like doing the hand gesture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my babies. Oh, the babies in the prego. <laughs> we're just saying, like, we well, got to blow at the dam and all the babies. <laughs> and it, it was funny because like they had a mixture of like snakes and practical snakes. Right. And they were talking about uh, in the trivia that there were a handful of times where they would have to stop filming because everyone on the, or most of the people on the cast were afraid of snakes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would you sign up for, oh, money? Yeah, 100%. 100%. You, there is no amount of money someone could pay you to get you to do that, though. So it's I would like, do it for $3 million. $3 million. I will okay. do it for five minutes. Okay. We're trying to get him in a snake pit, guys. <laughs> so if you want to subscribe to our This is probably a good time to talk about Patreon, because we're going to oh. have to get this $3 million somehow <laughs> so we can make this snake pit happen. You're right, Eric. It is a great time to talk about Patreon. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> God damn it. All you had to do was warn me. Was That was how you were going to pick it up. <laughs> um, but seriously, guys, still less than a gallon of gas uh, for a tier that really gives you the whole world. Uh, we do have some cool new perks on our $13 tier as well. Like, you know, if you subscribe for at least two months, there's a T-shirt and some stickers coming your way, um, as well as our usual merch discounts and extra fun episodes. Um, and I will say uh, we are also running our drive right now for trying to get to we're trying to get to 15 patrons. We're almost there. Um, and when we do, we will be releasing our episode zero to our patrons and anyone who is promoting us on social media, and we just keep track of that. Yep. So we know who's out there. We know who the real ones are, and feel free to help in any way that you can. Again, we want to make sure that, like, you know, if you're supporting us, but you can't afford to be a patron, that's totally fine. We're still going to. That means to us the world, and it means that you really want and deserve something like our episode zero. And guys, I'll be honest with you. It like it is the raunchiest episode. Like we actually backburnered it because we were like, I don't know if we can start off this strong. <laughs> <laughs> What's the movie? Might you ask? You gotta help everybody find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, so we're in like this now that the dam's blown up. All of the gasoline is gone except for one barrel. Yeah. <laughs> and my boy's like, oh, no. <laughs> That'll just have to do. <laughs> you can almost see, like, uh, John Voigt walking around like, oh, what happened? <laughs> right. With a light under his face. <laughs> Mateo, keep driving. <laughs> keep driving. Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> and we're rolling down the river into Trejo's boat. Right. And we're, it's like, okay, maybe they have gas, maybe they have food, maybe they have whatever. Let's go invest. Maybe there's a body. Maybe there's a live person <laughs> on there or whatever. Let's go investigate. So Sarone and Mateo and Cube go to mm-hmm. investigate, right? And they go in and they look for like this box mm-hmm. or whatever. It's, or it's more like a, a chest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're looting the outhouse mm-hmm. right now. And we see, um, for those of you who hadn't figured it out yet, because mm-hmm. all of this... Mateo keeps shooting these looks at Sarone, mm-hmm. 
And it's very like, I know who you are. And I'm sitting in the audience like, I know that you know who he is. Right. <laughs> uh, th- so when they get to the outpost, there is a newspaper flyer. And I guess there's newspapers in the Amazon. Um, <laughs> the Amazon Times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's written by uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Carter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a newspaper clipping on the wall. And it's a picture of Sarone, Mateo, and Danny Trejo all holding like a 60-foot fucking anaconda. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this is another one of those instances where the light is just under his face and he's just fucking menacing. <laughs> right. and it's just like, ah, takes it off the wall and crumples it. <laughs> I renounce my past. They'll never even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to destroy the evidence on this fucking riverbank of the Amazon in the middle of nowhere, Brazil, where Aboriginal tribes exist. Yeah. You and know, they, <laughs> and they just kind of like fuck off and right. like they grab the chest and ice cubes helping him move it out. And they have like this moment that I think could have been cut from the movie. And I think they left it in. Because they didn't know if they were going to put a snake behind Ice Cube yet. Because <laughs> he even just like, he's the whole shot is like from behind him. Yeah. And then like you feel the water move and he's just like, what the fuck? And mm-hmm. there's nothing behind him. And then Sarone's behind him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I get, and the weird part was he had like taken his camera and put it in the chest. Mm hmm before they brought the chest down and he was just like yo be careful man my camera's in there i'm like right right during the amazon i (laughs) i i hope you brought something fucking durable right (laughs) so they float the chest back and they're just like hey where's mateo he's like sarone's like i don't know (laughs) right because he got snaked (laughs) he got snaked so fucking hard for kill number two kill number fucking two Mateo crushing. Yeah. That's the best I got. Okay. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a really it's a really big letdown. He's all tied now. up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but the last bits of his life sucked because right. I what I loved about the snakes in this movie is they're really just like yo-yos. <laughs> <laughs> right. They just reach out and grab you and mm. then just fucking whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> I was like, you just walk the moon on Mateo. <laughs> they they loved their eye popping too, like uh-huh. as like a special effect in this. They were yeah. like, this is gonna be so fucking it's scary. It's just the panther all over again. Sex panther. Um But we get back to the boat, and this is like one of my This is my favorite exchange in the whole movie. Yeah, then, then go ahead. <laughs> he goes, uh, get back in the water. We got to go find Mateo. And Sarone's like, maybe some other time. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a fucking scumbag. I, I don't feel like it. <laughs> but I tired. That's the moment where everybody kind of looks at Sarone and like, what the fuck are you talking about? So now there's like dissension in the ranks right right? and it's mutiny time right (laughs) although not quite because we have to go owen wilson is recruited to be the new mateo right (laughs) (laughs) he needs another secondhand man now mateo mateo which is what was weird to me because you would think that i don't know what seren's motivation for killing mateo was aside from destroying the fact that like he had worked with him in the past and that kind of thing you know and just 
wiping clean. Let me get a new guy. My hands are clean from this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, it had been like three or four days before this happened. And you know that's kind of what, kinda I mean? what like, I'm saying. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Because the goal would be to capture the anaconda because that's what he was going to do. And they would find the remains of Mateo inside that anaconda <laughs> so or somewhere. I don't know how anaconda digestive systems work. I'm pretty sure it's similar to owls. Okay. I'm kidding. I have no... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got it. Not a doctor. I'm certainly not a zoologist. But yeah, um uh Cerrone shoots a monkey. Uh and it, apparently Anaconda's really like monkey blood, so that's yeah. the logic behind that. So. Which I didn't realize until like the end of the movie. Right. When he's like actually bleeding a monkey out. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Like, there's that. Oh, because yeah, because night falls and like Ice Cube's doing that thing with the knife, where he's like, "I'm gonna kill him." Well, right, almost. Because right now, uh, the mutiny hasn't quite happened. That's yet. what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. right now we have the night that we're gonna stay and wait for Mateo, and I'm like, well, Mateo <laughs> was like 45 feet away from the boat mm-hmm. and just went missing. Yeah. So. <laughs> the narrator slash actor slash producer guy is like uh, Westridge. Yeah, well, he's like, where do you think he went? A walk in the jungle. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah that's a really good point. Baby. Y'all should keep moving. The thing for me that like always fucks with me about movies like this or like plot points like this is that there is always some degree of no. Let's just wait and see what happens. If there's a missing person, you know, and I know people know that there's a snake because they do, <laughs> because they're <laughs> explaining it to me. He got eaten by a snake. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm I'm leaving. I'm out of there. I'm not. I don't care if it's you. I don't care if it's my mother. I'm removing myself from that scenario as quickly as I possibly can. So the fact that there's always that person, like you said, let's wait an entire night cycle. <laughs> In this position on this river, you know, com- with my defenses lowered and my back turned, <laughs> and let's just wait and see. Because all of our auxiliary lights are being used to light underneath, of- <laughs> right? <laughs> underneath of surround. We're low on power. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he recruited Owen Wilson to be his flashlight guy. That's what that was all about. He's- He's like just standing there, but if you look out of the scene, it's actually just Owen Wilson on his knees under him with a flashlight. <laughs> you can see his blonde bowl cut. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, like th- this again, it just feels like one of those things that you didn't have to have in the movie because we are just going to move on. Because we, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we get up the next day. Guess what? Still the- no Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so. At this point, uh, the seeds of deceit have already been Mm -hmm. kind of laid on Gary a little bit. Mm -hmm. And Denise is just like like an inconsequential character to most of the... She was murder fodder and you felt felt that from like the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now we're realizing that the intentions of... And like this is actually like where the argument starts to kind of happen with everybody. Mm Because Jennifer Lopez is like... You can't do that on my ship. I'm like, well, first of all, nobody owns this ship right now. On the Michaela One. <laughs> that's the name of the boat. No, I know. I know. That's I'm solid. just letting the audience know that that's the name of the boat is the Michaela One. And then uh, <laughs> John, or Saron's uh, character pulls like the most like 
trying to think of the word for it. The most like gaslighty and overly flashlighty. To- yeah. <laughs> Toxically masculine. Like she speak for everybody on this boat. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Looking at you, Owen Wilson. <laughs> she speak for you, my young apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good, Owen. Let the snake flow through you. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's afraid Ew. of snakes now. <laughs> Take it out. <laughs> I don't want this episode. I don't want anymore. anything physical flowing through me. Okay. <laughs> That's. Woo! <laughs> So now uh, we've kind of been convinced, at least, and it's like a slow mutiny at the beginning. And uh, Gary, who's played by Owen, uh, was just kind of like, well, we all know that since Mateo's dead, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this whole thing's going to be a wash. Mm -hmm. So what I would like to do is still make some money. And we could get, he was like, it would be badass if we caught video footage of him. Uh, capturing an anaconda, mm-hmm. when in actuality, Cerrone uh, has al- already kind of told Gary that, like, hey, if you help me get a million dollar snake, we'll split the profit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie where you really needed parcel tongue, and I guess that's why yeah. they, that's why they got Frank Walker to actually yeah. voice it because he was actually just speaking parcel right. tongue through the anaconda. Mm-hmm. The anaconda the whole time was really just like, I just want to be friends. <laughs> Get in my belly. <laughs> I'm only going to eat like one of you. <laughs> we wants the redhead. We wants the redhead. <laughs> um, so we do have, what was it? We were trying, oh, we were trying to go fishing. Yeah. Right. We were trying to get the fucking Owen Wilson's like, this is my favorite Mm -hmm. thing in the entire in the entire movie because it just it was just on brand with how they were lighting Cerrone Mm -hmm. and guys like I know I'm talking about it a lot but it is fucking comical Mm -hmm. how how much how sinister (laughs) how sinister the lighting was in like broad daylight (laughs) so we were it was at night and uh, you know the full on mutiny has kind of happened at this point. Mm And Owen Owen Wilson's character was like, I'm going to, do you want lights for it? He's like, yeah, that's a great idea, <laughs> Owen Wilson. And Owen goes up to the top and he's got like two spotlights and he's just like right. working both of them for some uh-huh. reason. He looks like Trump when he's dancing, like he's jerking two dudes off. <laughs> <laughs> Trump hopping. I get knocked down. <laughs> Trump hopping. <laughs> Th- thanks for that one, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Trump Humper is my new favorite word. <laughs> um, but the best part was, okay, so the they have like this industrial fishing thing that they're, they're like trying to catch an anaconda with. And, you know, obviously it's on brand now. Like mm-hmm. the, the line is taut and it starts fucking freaking out. The lights are going nuts up top. <laughs> And I want you guys to remember that the lights are over him. They are right. literally like probably 15 feet over top of him. And behind him. <laughs> and behind him. And he still just has the light coming <laughs> under him. <laughs> 
was like, he's just fishing menacingly. <laughs> I hated it so much. And, was, and by that, I mean, I absolutely adore it. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. It was so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, nothing really happens in the scene because they try and trank it. Yeah. Right. Well, they, they, my favorite scene in the entire, my favorite moment of the entire movie happens in this sequence. Uh, and okay. and the anaconda puts its head up over the boat and spits the monkey back out into the dude's <laughs> face. And I forgot about that scene, dude. It's so fucking good because it's like slow motion and shit. <laughs> right. Um, and so, uh, well, it, it's, I get because Denise dies here, right? That's what I have in my notes anyway, is that Denise falls in. She gets when there's like the the snake is like inside the like food cabin and everything. The kitchen, I guess, is what you would typically call that. Um, but it like the tail hits some furniture that's on the deck and it knocks she Denise overboard. She, uh, she doesn't die yet. You're right. But Owen dies here yes, because Owen yeah, jumps yeah. in to save Denise. Mm-hmm. I was like, somebody fucking dies. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what happens for kill number three. Kill number fucking three. three. Owen Wilson. Thank God. That's really all I yeah. can say is like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a dude. I've heard you're a dick, so yeah. whatever. And we're from Winston-Salem, so we know that you suck. Right. <laughs> My man, actually, I'm going to tell a quick story. I know we're dragging this episode a little bit, but uh, there was a point where um, he had come to town and I was not working at the restaurant that I was later. And apparently he had come in. It was a reservation only restaurant. And he comes in through the front door service is in session. Like they're on like course two or something like that. And he walks in and just like with like three or four other people. And I guess one of them was like a crony Mm because he just kind of does the, the two finger tango move to like, be like, Hey, put some tables together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the chef who was a really good friend of mine was like, who the fuck are you? He was just like, I'm Owen Wilson. And he was like, I don't know who you are. And he was like, <laughs> are you on the list? Yeah. He was like, do you have a reservation? He yeah. was like, no, but there's tables right there. I was like, Those they're tables- reserved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just really funny that he like denied him service. Yeah. Cause like that had to be an ego blow right. for Owen Wilson. And I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. energy. Other stuff. I'm just not going to get into. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anyways, um, Go watch Marley and me again, bitches. <laughs> bitches. Um, so, yeah, now we have mutiny number two. Everybody full on hates Cerrone now because he, he's lost his second second hand man. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> Statistically, he's not doing great right, right now. Mm-hmm. But this is when we start getting the and it was actually that night was the knife scene you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. We're like fucking Ice Cube has like a pig sticker. I mm-hmm. mean, like. I that was a box cutter. That was one of those free <laughs> box cutters you get when you order enough cigars. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just says Timberwolf on the side of it. Yeah, it's for it's for his blunts. Right. It's exactly what it was for. Fucking Ice Cube dumping butt uh, blunt gu- butt guts. <laughs> Bl- <laughs> blunt guts off the side of the fucking boat would just be... Right. I was so going to say, I think butt guts are still just guts. I think that's what that is. <laughs> All up in those guts. All guts are butt guts. <laughs> <laughs> Not my butt gut. Fuck. <laughs> that's where that snake was flowing. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so kind of crank it through the rest of this. Um, 
Because, again, it's just, like, day in and day out. And this is, like, the drag of the whole fucking movie. It's just, like, there were so many days that happened where there just nothing mm-hmm. that fucking happened. Uh, so we get to mutiny number two. And uh, it's everybody is starting to realize that this is not going to fucking work, mm-hmm. you know, with, with this dude. Mm-hmm. And, so they hatch a plan, right, <laughs> in the form of using the uh, female as a sexual object. Surprise! Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this was actually uh, my favorite because uh, this was... Westridge is kind of like a very cucked character mm-hmm. in pretty much all of this movie, except for this mm-hmm. scene. Because uh, Jennifer Lopez comes in to like seduce John Voight, and mm-hmm. she's just like... And this is where he drops the line. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had a woman. Since I've, since I've had a woman. <laughs> and it was, it's, it's so uncomfortable. Right? <laughs> and she's like, do you want to go? Can I film you capturing this big anaconda with your big, strong arms? Oh, my she- <laughs> God. Your anaconda is so big. And he's like, oh, woman. <laughs> <laughs> so they start making out. And then you see like... A cube come in. You at see first. cube come in, and this is the weird thing to me is like boats don't have this. He had a rear view mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that because yes, that's what dude. he saw Ice Cube in. Yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My man fucking turns around, and this is the best part: is he pu- like John Voight pulls the gun out, points it at Ice Cube. And after he stops making out with Jennifer Lopez, points the gun in uh, Ice Cube's face, kisses Jennifer Lopez again, again <laughs> right. and just throws her over to him. Oh, He's like, you, you think I'm fucking stupid? Right. <laughs> and, the, and fucking Westridge is standing outside <laughs> with a golf club. Surprise, motherfucker. And this is where... I was really frustrated for him because he like he bashes through the window, gives fucking John Voight a craniotomy Mm -hmm. and he hits the ground. He's just like, should I hit him again? I'm like, yes, you should fucking hit him. He should be dead. You should kill him. (laughs) The guy that's been pointing a gun at you and is making you chase a 60 foot fucking snake. (laughs) Right. Yes, you should. You should kill him. (laughs) So what do they do? They tie him to a pole. Yeah, because fucking Jennifer Lopez is like. We can't be like him. I'm like, fuck him. I, I and I can't stand shit like that. Oh, and Wilson just like got that. eaten, and he sucks. But like, goddamn. I, I, and I know we got to move through this plot, but that reminded me of that scene from The Lion King where he's like, "You wouldn't kill your own uncle, no, Scar. I'm not like you. There isn't a single living, breathing creature in Africa that would have given two shits if you had killed Scar, Simba. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Including your ghost dad up in the clouds." <laughs> James Earl Jones. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck that. Kill him. And that's that's all I'm getting at. Totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's just it's just a goofy trope that we have to keep the villain around longer. You know what I mean? And that's really what it's serving. It's yeah, not, because yeah. they they couldn't just be like the monster is the villain. <laughs> right. Um, and this sequence is kind of inconsequential, but it does set up the rest of the eggs, essentially the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But um, Westridge teaches Cube how to drive the boat. Uh, Cube immediately gets it stuck. <laughs> Yo, we gonna have to push, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Westridge is like, "You're gonna get in that water." He's like, "I ain't got no other choice," right? I mean, like, 
And, and like, I just don't understand what the director was trying to do with Ice Cube. Like, right. Because it, it didn't feel like he was making him a character. It uh-huh. felt like they were just making him black. Right. And that's weird. Yeah. Like that, yeah. It's just that's just weird. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you can be like you know a rapper s character, mm-hmm. but like it, like it I, was fringing on stereotype. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And, and it's, it's kind of like, like eh, I don't know. I don't know. Are you stereotyping to red herring to tell me that? He lives at the end because right. that's again just weird. See, I kept the black guy in my movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> that I I wrote with zero racial prowess. Right. It's still a weird flex, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so we have uh, John Voight tied to the post, and again, Denise. Uh, so the plan is, um, Westridge is going to go over here. Uh. Ice Cube is going to go mm-hmm. with Jennifer Lopez because mm-hmm. he needs some plot armor mm-hmm. to protect him. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, because as, yeah. Soon, as soon as you saw it, I was like, okay, well, Westridge dies now. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, <laughs> that's two to one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be the fastest zebra. You just have to be faster than the slowest zebra. Yeah, he's like, I need another zebra in my pack. Right. If I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm already the black guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we wind up in like this fucking chase. Right. And mm-hmm. while all this craziness is happening and they're trying to, you know, tie off to be able to pull the boat out of where it is, uh, Denise grabs a fucking <laughs> it's 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 the same. Uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. It's a fillet knife. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what you use to like actually clean fish and mm-hmm. shit. They are <laughs> fragile. First yeah. of all, this isn't the first knife you grab if you've got <laughs> options. Okay. Yeah. Also, this dude is tied to a post. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just walk behind him and snap his neck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and I feel like that's the approach I would take. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm like, damn, you got a strong ass mm-hmm. neck, boy. Start kicking him. <laughs> <laughs> Do something. <laughs> and he pulls off the most street fighter ass shit ever. Oh, yeah. Right. Where he uses his legs to get under his body and shoot himself high enough in the air that he can wrap his tied feet around <laughs> her neck, which I'm assuming is more than five feet. Oh, yeah. So from a seated prone position, he jumps straight up because remember, his hands are tied. Right. And if you jump at an angle, you're bouncing off of the pole. Right. He jumped straight up, which was fucking impressive. He just levitated yeah, up. That's some fucking guile shit, dude. <laughs> And then he chokes her out. Best thigh job ever, I guess. I don't know. Four. Kill number four. Kill number fucking four. Leg locked. <laughs> nice. The leg Because we're landlocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we had. Um, actually, that was probably my favorite kill in the whole mm-hmm. movie. And it's. I did like that John Voight killed two people mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Um, and like everything else was the anaconda. Like mm-hmm. the kill count's not particularly high. And it, yeah, I guess he loses three to two. Yeah. I think if I'm doing that right <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Because um, what's happening on the waterfall is that our boy Westridge is, or whatever the fuck his name, Wayne Wright, <laughs> is uh, being anaconda right and he mm-hmm. ends up like there's like the scuffle and everything that happens again it's inconsequential um but he ends up falling off the waterfall and instead of him just falling the anaconda yo-yos down catches him coils him again and then brings him back and then there's this funny fucking scene where like you're from like the boat's perspective i guess mm-hmm. and you just see him like like Mowgli in the jungle book wrapped <laughs> up by 
caw. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just it's just goofy. Um, but that was my favorite kill is he gets conded for kill number five. Kill number fucking five. And I, I will say, like, do you think that and I know I know that this is not that how snakes work, but. It was funny that they made a really big deal earlier in the movie when they talk about the type of predator that a snake is. It's like, he has heat vision. So if, <laughs> if the snake is like... That's on the exactly out- how he delivered that line yeah. in the movie, too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> if, if we're in a position where like Homeboy is behind a waterfall that is full of cold mm-hmm. water, if he didn't scream, would he have survived? And the ultimate answer for like how animal the snake snakes actually work mm-hmm. is no. Mm-hmm. But they made a really big deal about that, mm-hmm. and it just never, <laughs> never mattered. I know. There's a lot of that going on in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey blood. <laughs> so meanwhile, like we have John Voight getting the trank, mm-hmm. right? And he tranks both Ice Cube and uh, Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm getting my fucking snake. Because mm-hmm. um, they actually, uh, they do kill, manage to kill the anaconda. Because um, Ice Cube, again, just delivering a riveting performance mm-hmm. <laughs> in the water. He's wrapped up. For some reason, he is not dead like every uh-huh. other person in the first three seconds of being ra- right. wrapped up by a fucking snake. <laughs> and Jennifer Lopez has like that moment in the fly where she like fucking shoots the the Cronenberg mm-hmm. amalgamation. Yeah. And she just like sh- she shoots this fucking snake in the face like eight yeah. times. And it's just Where was that energy earlier? You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then they have that scuffle because it's like you said, it's like, yeah. okay, my boy's fine and he's untied now because he has a knife, right? right and everything. Um, and our boy Kale, out of nowhere, comes back from his wounded so that, state. I think that was earlier. Mm-mm, that happens right here. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Yep. <laughs> that happens right here. Because <laughs> the dude falls out of the boat, and they move down the river with a reverse oh, waterfall. Right. He he gets poked in the throat in his trachea oh, hole, yeah. and then he goes back to sleep. <laughs> My trachea is bleed. So they needed him for that sequence. Except they didn't, because you could have just had Cube <laughs> incapacitate the dude or, or Lopez or whoever, right? Um, but anyway, they make their way down to like this other structure, which I guess is like a pseudo storage warehouse factory. I don't know. Every th- building looks identical <laughs> on, the, on the side of this river. Um, and they go inside to investigate, and it turns out that uh, our boy that has been floating down the river was not beside this boat the whole time he gets ahead of the boat somehow (laughs) (laughs) it's totally fine and is able to set up an entire like sophisticated trap rig to get the anaconda and the people dead and everything so he also bled out like 30 gallons of monkey blood from one he's like wringing it out like a fucking bar towel which is easily (laughs) 800 monkeys right somebody check my math on that your standard our, Brazilian our, monkey. Our fans are just like bleeding monkeys out. <laughs> <laughs> well, on average. Pete is not going to do a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you ring it out really tight, you get about a liter and a half of, <laughs> per, uh, monkey. Of mo- per monkey. Yeah. So we take that average and multiply it the by. The males a- have really long and hard monkey blood. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to multiply that by a bucket. <laughs> 
And then we have like the the moment that probably cost about four to five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. In just this part of the this big scene. black one yeah. comes out. <laughs> I wish I was kidding, <laughs> but the big black one comes out. The big black snake. <laughs> And this this part felt a lot more like it, it, all there there was no reason for this to be set up as quickly as it was. Like you could tell like they were just running out of time with this script, right? Because I think again, they were running out of script. Well, and it just doesn't make any sense. Again, like I'm harping on the fact that the dude somehow swam unconscious faster than that boat did and set all this shit up. It's just stupid, right? <laughs> it makes zero sense whatsoever. Mm. Um, I'm talking about Cerrone, by the way, nobody else, if that wasn't clear. Um, but yeah, they're tied together and like the snake comes down and they're covered in monkey blood and everything. <laughs> the dude even says, it's monkey blood. <laughs> The baby monkey blood. Right. <laughs> All the babies. <laughs> and when the snake gets in the air, the vicinity of where they are, he like jumps out of the ceiling and pulls the the mechanism that pulls the giant net up that was on the floor the whole time. You and, know? and my th- and I said it as soon as like he he pulled it up, I was like, no, no, you're you're not telling me that like even just this character that you've developed. There's absolutely no part of me that believes that he believes that he's going to catch a 60-foot anaconda in a fucking rope net. I was going to say, that's just not how pulleys work either. And, and it's also, well, yeah, it's not how pulleys work. It's also not like, when I say a, a rope net, what I actually mean is it's pretty much the same as getting a bag full of cuties. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. they, these are not thick-ass boys. This mm. is just, <laughs> Not to mention that snake had to be like fucking several hundred pounds, mm-hmm. like hundreds. Oh yeah, of pounds. thousands, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And my dude's sitting here like, I got you, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull you up in the air with my body weight when I fall down out of the out of the second story here. <laughs> the best part too was fucking Ice Cube and J Lo are in the fucking exactly net right. with it, and the snake is choosing to not kill them. Right. For some reason, plot armor. I get it. I get but, it. But. Uh, somehow they wind up escape. Oh, it's because of the latch breaks. Because there's a thousand pound fucking snake <laughs> with what was clearly not secured to the ceiling. Oh, uh, so they're just like, it's our time. We run now. And of course, like as they run, the snake has enough conscience to make sure that he attacks uh, uh, John Boy, yeah, yeah, and and Cerrone, and just be like, ah, gotcha, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then we, we saw what can only be described as what it looked like when you were born. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like the camera was was angled from the interior of the snake. Yeah. And it looked like it looked like a wet John Voight going into a pocket pussy. <laughs> it looked like amateur porn does now. <laughs> Do your thing, cuz. <laughs> Step, bro. No. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and it like it's just one of those things where it's like, and now there's like there. Oh fuck! There's ninety snakes here. You know what I mean? And now we're you know. Yeah. Um. But like the one sticks its head up out of the window. It's like, I'm a snake. You know. And it like vomits John Voight back onto the floor. And it slides out of it too. It's like. And it's just like, all right, more CGI. I wonder how much CGI vomit costs per minute. The, the best part is when he slips out, he lands on his knees, 
and and Jayla is just standing there. And he like leans into her, and I was like, "Ew!" Yeah, <laughs> it made that squelch sound, you know. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Cube decides to like, we're gonna blow this motherfucker, yeah. right? You know what I mean? And so we're gonna blow yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna blow this snake, bro. <laughs> Ew, dude. <laughs> Ew, dad. Uh, so uh, Lopez decides to climb out of the smokestack to like bait it up in there, and then we're going to like blow the motherfucker, right? right. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're going the wrong way. And she like can't figure out the hinge at the top, like the door. He's like, hit it on the other side. Those are hinges. <laughs> and she's like, oh. <laughs> like it immediately opens. I forgot because I am a woman. And, <laughs> right. and that's been the theme of this fucking movie. Right. So Right. Shut the hell up, J Lo. Yeah. Shut the hell up. Right. You're here for sex. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it, guys. <laughs> and there's this big climactic shot of the snake on fire, like falling slowly. You can hear like Enya playing in the background. You know? <laughs> Who can see right. And J Lo lands in the water, and everything's fine. But now the snake is still alive and on fire. <laughs> And I'm like, nice going, dickhead. <laughs> because as a person who is afraid of snakes. Fire snakes. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified now. It's like, you know, it's like the one in fucking Sekiro. Okay. Imagine that being on fire. Yeah, right. Right. No, that's a good point. Yeah. So it's like the whole nest is exploded now. It got blown. And <laughs> I'll stop. And we kind of. I've done like, that before, too. Yeah. Like, so, I've set a snake pit on fire. I, I guess that's just the best way to do it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Pour like molten lead down in the hole or something. Oh, no. Make we, a little snake bowl. I went to like, and if you guys judge me for this, go fuck yourself. I don't really care. Well, it was one of those things where I had, I, there was a copperhead in my yard and I was chasing it down because I didn't want my dog to fucking die. Mm-hmm. And I went and I went to hit it with the shovel and apparently what it was doing was it was going back to its nest mm. so i popped it down pulled it like popped it up and then i was just like oh my god the babies <laughs> oh the babies there was just this giant nest of them and i was like well getting the kerosene yep jet fuel works we got to blow this motherfucker but some of them were like <laughs> snakes don't melt jet fuel burns it up <laughs> Yeah, so I had like all uh, of these venomous snakes flying around on fire, and that shit was horrific. <laughs> I'm running around like, I made a mistake! I made a mistake! <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm like 15 running through my backyard like a fucking idiot. Oh, God! <laughs> My mom comes out back. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, ah! <laughs> she was like, I loved the visual of it because it was me running with like all of these like, and when I say babies, I mean like baby, baby right. snakes. Right. So there's just like these little trails of fire behind. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thanks for lighting the snake on fire. Holy shit. Good. Yeah. And, um, go ahead. And well, I was going to say the funny part too is like, the this snake was definitely like you thought there was going to be a battle between him and I'm assuming it's a he. I really try not to assume gender, yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, all snakes are male. <laughs> That's the way Satan designed it. 
but you you have like you know most of it's on fire and obviously like as it's getting submerged in water more and more of the fire is going out and i guess it like the the flames were hot enough to fry his brain and he's i'm done <laughs> just like drifts off into the abyss of the water <laughs> And then it like pops up through the deck again. <laughs> like <laughs> ah! Dark Souls bosses entering their second and third phase be like one more time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And Cube takes it out. Yeah, Cube, my boy Cube. Mm-hmm. It was a good day. It was a good he day. He really needed that AK. Mm-hmm. There this it is. A, this a there it is. <laughs> Full fucking circle. <laughs> And then he and J-Lo just right off into the sunset mm-hmm. with J-Lo's boyfriend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like back at base, like they are resupplying and everything and getting um, kale patched up and shit. Um, it turn, they, they turn around and they step outside and it turns out the Shiroshima, whatever, Shiroshina, Shinigami. Um, <laughs> The tribe of people uh, are like approaching them and that kind of thing, and there's just, and it's just like wow. I don't know why my heart will go on was what was playing in my head when they were coming out <laughs> on like their little fucking canoes. Yeah, fair-breasted. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, check out these educational titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, I know I'm not anatomically correct, but that bitch is. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And that's just the movie. <laughs> yeah, credits roll. <laughs> there was like, and I, I think the last shot, they kind of made it feel like a steamboat going mm. off into like, into the Um But yeah, that was a movie. And like, look at that. <laughs> that was definitely a movie of all time. <laughs> Maybe uh, ever. <laughs> So I mean, like I, I think I think the movie's a lot of fun. You sure. Know? Um, I'll go ahead and get into my final thoughts. Yeah. I think um, it was so unintentionally comical. Mm-hmm. You know, like again, like uh, just the lighting that they had for John Voight the whole time was just like he was like the hash slinging slasher yeah. in the back. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, between that, I thought Ice Cube was again like a casualty of being comical mm-hmm. cuz it was just like his his direction was bad. I know Ice Cube can act. Mm-hmm. His direction was awful cuz mm-hmm. it was it This was movie like, won 5 Razzies. Oh my god. Like worst movie, worst director, worst writer, like all that shit. Oh, like Jesus. It, it it cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> Clean, clean house at the yeah. Razzies. And then I also want to mention that Ice Cube won an award oh. in 2016 for this movie for being a black survivor in a horror movie. And I think that's more of a social commentary. That's <laughs> the fact that we have an award like that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Is unbelievable. Like you can imagine like someone going up and slapping him on the back. Be like, right. you made it, buddy. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> And it was, it's just so fucking, his character could have been so cool and they made it so fucking awkward. If you'd been like the smart mouth, kind of like, you know, G'd up mother, you know what I mean? He's kinda, you know what I'm saying? Where he's like, everything is like a line, you know what yeah, I mean? Totally. Everything is a one liner would have been so fucking cool. 
Instead, he was the character that was just confused the whole time. He yeah. was pretty much Alice from uh, the first Friday the 13th. Right. He was whatever the scene needed him to be. Yeah. He wasn't a consistent. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so know? we need somebody to walk into this shot. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it was it was a it was a fun movie. Um, and I mean, I'd watch it again. Really? You know, not anytime soon. Okay, I was going to say. I think I, w- I would probably finish the series before I went back and watched it again. <laughs> Season two, go ahead and spoil this. We're going to do a movie series from now on instead of skipping around between movies. We cannot get off the Anaconda train until we finish the ride. This Anaconda don't want none. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot was incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I don't really have any final thoughts aside from just how much I enjoyed Cerrone. Like, I I just, he was so fucking, like, comic book. And not, like, Joker. I'm talking about, like... Like, straight out of a comic book. Like, like Condiment King. Kind of, you know what I mean? Where everything is just fucking funny. He was Crazy Quilt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The Cavalier. That's actually who he was. He was probably the Cavalier. Captain Carnage from Watchmen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and it, yeah, and that's just what it was. It was, it was just a, it was, it, and the, the thing is, is like, this is one of those movies too where you have to think about like, did or did not the director and writers like understand that what they're doing is stupid? And we have to just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, who has ever gone into a creature feature thinking they're going to change the fucking game aside from Mark Cantu? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's why he gets called Daddy. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just I feel like there's always going to be a layer of tongue in cheek to this kind of shit. Sure. And I think you have to, as a director and writer, be self-aware of that in order to execute the way that they did in this mm-hmm. movie, because it does come off that way. The, oh, totally. Again, the jumping five feet in the air from a seat from like a Indian style. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? How? How? <laughs> you know, so it's just the whole thing's goofy and funny and whatever. I will never watch this movie again. Yeah. Um. Just because I'm putting it on the shelf with the rest of them that are like this, they are all the same movie. You know, <laughs> they are the same picture. They are the same picture. <laughs> totally. It, it, when I say like I would watch this again, I don't think that I would like pick it up. It's, I, I it's th- a Saturday and you got nothing to do for an hour and a half. Let's watch Anaconda. <laughs> yeah. Well, friends want to hang out and get drunk and do and just like have a background movie. Right. Okay. An- Anaconda. Mm-hmm. It's in it's in that category, huh? <laughs> oh, totally. Okay, sweet. Totally. Sweet. It's not in a tier category. Right. That's how we were treating Conan 2011 <laughs> the other day. <laughs> See, but that movie's good. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we were treating it, but that movie's right. good. <laughs> yep, that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys once again for joining us where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night.